1: Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today, as always, especially on a Friday. I am Boyd Matheson, and as we round out the week this week, uh, we've been talking a, a lot about a lot of things that, uh, frankly, can be a little bit discouraging, a little bit depressing. Uh, the president today, of course, touted that uh, he slashed deficit spending in half, the greatest cut in deficit spending in history. Uh, but you have to go beyond the headline. It, it's all it's all fake money. <laughs> it's all money we don't have. and whether you're spending 2.8 trillion too much or 1.4 trillion too much, spending too much is spending too much. and we have to balance that out and whatever combination it has to be, cutting spending, increasing revenue, uh, although the IRS collected more revenue than ever in its history. And we're still $1.4 trillion off. Uh, that's not a rounding error. That's a real problem. Uh, and that can be a little bit discouraging. Uh, we, we've talked about a lot of the rhetoric that uh, we continue to indulge and even support in our politics. That can be a little frustrating and a little discouraging. Uh, we've, we just got off with uh, Olivier Knox from the Washington Post. Talking about the AUMF and this kind of open ended uh, blanket coverage that has lo- allowed presidents of both parties to do a whole lot of warlike activities without going to Congress to get authorization or to have accountability. That can be a little discouraging. Uh, we talked about how government regulation has made your dishwasher completely ineffective <laughs> to the point that 20% of all dishwasher owners aren't even using them once a week. And so what are they doing? They're doing it by hand, which is less good for the environment and uses more water. And so all of these things can be a little discouraging, a little frustrating. And yet we still have hope. And why do we have hope? And how do we have hope? I think is the the real test and the real question. And part of it is to get to the real discussion. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids... Years ago when I was doing a lot of uh, my business consulting, I spoke on a lot of platforms, a lot of stages with uh, a lot of different authors uh, and business experts. Uh, Jim Collins, of course, uh, well-known, best-selling author, uh, Good to Great, uh, was his uh, real breakthrough book. Uh, And in that book, uh, Jim always told the story of Admiral Jim Stockdale, uh, who many of you are familiar with. He was the highest-ranking United States military officer uh, who was a prisoner of war. Uh, At what they affectionately called the Hanoi Hilton prisoner of war camp during the height of the Vietnam War. And uh, he was tortured over 20 times during his eight years in prison in Vietnam from 1965 to 1973. And he lived it out. No prisoner's rights, no release date, no certainty that he was going to survive or that he'd ever see his family again. And so many people have always questioned, you know, what, what was it that gave him the resolve, the fortitude to endure that kind of torture, that kind of living for eight years? Can you imagine that? And I remember Jim uh, relating this story. Uh, they both uh, served on the same college campus together, and he described a conversation uh, he had with Stockdale. And how it was that Stockdale was able to survive all of that. And uh, first, Jim Collins talked about reading uh, the story of Admiral Stockdale and just being amazed uh, of, of how hard it was. And Jim Collins said, I knew the outcome. I knew he survived. I knew he made it through. And, and yet it was still so heavy, so challenging to read all of that. You know, how did Stockdale do it not knowing the end of the story? And that's the, real, that's the real test. And so one of the things that Jim Collins asked Admiral Stockdale was, you know, how could you tell of those prisoners of war that came into that Hanoi Hilton, how could you tell who was going to make it and who wasn't going to make it out? And really interestingly, Stockdale's response was the optimist. The optimist didn't make it. <laughs> and Jim Collins was like, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me the optimistic people didn't make it? And the way Stockdale described it was, he said, those that were just purely optimistic, that, hey, we're going to get out of here by Christmas. And of course, Christmas would come and go. Or, hey, we're going to make it out of here by Easter. Easter is it. We're going to be done. He said, ultimately, they would die of a broken heart. uh, That rise and fall after all of that. Uh, And then here's the lesson, which has actually become known as the, the Stockdale Paradox, And this is the important thing. This is why we can be optimistic. He says, you must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end. And then he emphasized, you can never afford to lose that with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of the current reality, whatever that might be. Uh, That's an important lesson. So, yes, you have to have faith in that ultimate outcome, that you can prevail in the end, whatever the challenge is, whether it's a personal issue, whether it's a family issue, a community issue, a business issue, you have to have faith that you can prevail in the end, and this is an and conversation, and you must have the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of the current situation. Because if you don't have that uncomfortable conversation, if you don't have the crucial conversation, if you're just going hope alone, you have to remember hope is not a strategy. Hope is absolutely important. As Admiral Stockdale pointed out, hope is vital, but hope is not a strategy. And the only way you can have a strategy to add to your hope is to confront the brutal facts in front of you. And I think that's one of the things we've been missing in our political discourse, We either have just blind hope that it's going to be okay, or we have complete depression that it's all going somewhere in a handbasket. And so I think the right balance to all of this actually goes back to Adlai Stevenson. And he said it this way, let's talk sense to the American people. Let's tell them the truth, that there are no gains without pains, that we are now on the eve of great decisions, not easy decisions. What counts now is not just what we are against, but what we are for. Who leads us is less important than what leads us. What convictions, what courage, what faith. Those are the kind of conversations we have to get to. No easy decisions, important decisions, great decisions. Not what we're against, but what we're for. And if we can confront the reality of where we are, we can have great hope that America's got a great future. Be a part of that. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car, and 102.7 FM, KSL News Radio, Utah's all-day companion for news.
0: 2 years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul Airport.
1: There's desperation and anguish.
0: More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding.